go. All right. What's going on, everybody? It's the Eddie 84 Show Live, episode 196 here from uh, our uh, isolated locations. Um, no guests today. Our guests canceled for the third time. So that means they're out. They suck. Every time you're out, which I get a last minute guest, a couple of people, one that may be a serial killer, but uh, that's besides the uh, what's going on. And um, there's like two things in the news that we discussed prior to the show. There's COVID mm-hmm. and then there's that missing broad who's dead. Wow. Uh, Gabby from Florida and New York. And yeah, even those details are a little vague. But and her missing boyfriend who's in the woods somewhere, allegedly, which it's good for him if he's surviving this long in the uh, wilderness of Florida for the last seven days without anyone finding him. I think his family knows where. I think he's not even where they're looking. I, I think his family's kind of abating him. That's what I think. Um, yeah. I mean, could but, be. But you you were floating something out there before we started the show that I really want to A little far-fetched theory, but... Um, it's something that wasn't really brought to my attention until I was reading some stuff and like people can make crazy observations about stuff and you get out, you got to look at everything from all perspectives. And from day one, I am on the fence that I don't think if this is, so let's, 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 let's go. Let's start here. Okay. So let's start off the facts. So the facts is supposedly these, this couple, right. Who were living down in Florida, but she's from, New York, but he's from Florida. How they met, no one really knows. They didn't get into detail. Um, how long they've been together, no one really knows. Some people say they're engaged. There are some members of their family don't even know they're engaged, but other family members think they're engaged. Mm-hmm. So if you start this story off and you're writing a book, you wouldn't really know any of the backstory between these two people, right? So we're yes. looking at these two strangers who, who supposedly left from Florida. Right. And they were doing a cross country trip and they were supposedly supposed to meet up with someone in Utah at some point. I'm not Utah, Oregon. And um, but we 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 get introduced to the story as a nation, basically with them, her being missing for two weeks and this kid already being home. So. There's a lot of holes. Here's the thing. So like, I, I don't know if it's a strategy of the FBI with withholding information on this thing just to build their case. But uh, you, you floated false flag. False no, no, flag no, no, but I'm starting with like the basis of like everyone knows. So okay. we're, we're oh, getting okay. the same playing field here. So is the FBI, they're not holding information because they're building a case. Okay, possibly. But we all know the FBI are fucking retards and they don't know what they're doing. They, we can agree on that. And, and this is not just this situation of them. If this is truly something that's happening, how they fucked this up real bad. Along with everything else they fucked up and so far. And I don't really give a shit if the FBI is listening and they shut this down. But I don't really fucking care. But um, they have a history of screwing shit up all the way dating back to the uh, Hoover days, you know, with their uh, people that are in the, um, you know, the mafia and other situations like that. And, you know, opportunities to do stuff and the corruption the FBI has and all that stuff. I mean, this is all stuff that everyone knows. Anyways, you don't have to really dig too deep to realize all these clubs. But so if this is something so, but let's give them the benefit of the doubt that they're withholding information basically because they're building a case. All right, let's, let's, let's say this is let's like, let's just a, say they are. Yeah. Right? All right. So we're on the same page. So we get introduced to this story, but maybe last week, right. When she goes missing and then there's no one knows real where, where she is. And, right. you know, they try to backtrack and, there's a person of interest, right? So 
yet they have no body so they can't pin anything on the kid and they don't have he's not talking he lawyered up which i guess you could say it's a smart thing to do if you don't want to talk and i and i honestly think even if i was an innocent person i would lawyer up anyways because you don't want something to be said that you said like for example oh, yeah. um uh which is from gaudy the mobster said the best thing ever he goes never write down something you don't want re- read back to you in court that's 100 percent true so when you think about that, you don't want to send anything. You don't want to write anything that could be turned against you. And you could be completely innocent. Oh, yeah. The initial trajectory of this was fine. Like, it's yeah. like, yeah, lawyer up, get your shit together no. and let's go. Yeah, I don't I, I didn't think that was suspicious. I thought that was very no. intelligent on his part and the family's part, because, you know, whatever you tell mom and dad could be held against you in a court of law. If, exactly. And they could be in trouble as well. And if they start saying something, then you don't want to get your parents in trouble, even if you're not, you know, so. All right. With all that said, so that goes on. So why did this kid? What? So they could, the FBI and, and the police department can still do surveillance. That's nothing against that. You could still follow someone around. You could still, I mean, this is how they build cases anyway. So, all right. Why wasn't this kid being severe? Like, why weren't they keeping an eye on him? Right. So why weren't if if two weeks ago things got suspicious? Why don't be like, why didn't someone in like the where they, where they in North Port, uh, North Port, Florida, the police department be like, hey, why don't we just keep an eye on the house? We'll run a couple of shifts. We'll see if anything suspicious is going on so we can pay, build a case if this is going to happen, right? All right. So, I mean, they should have done that. Maybe yeah, they were. Yeah. Maybe they, he, he maybe slipped through, but it seems kind of odd that he's gone. They're like, and obviously, the parents have some kind of weird story going on. Like, they, they, they reported him missing like two days later, and then they brought his yeah. car stuff. So, yeah. did they give him a head start? Did he go off? And you know what I mean? Yeah, I know there's something weird there. I mean, where sure. is he? I mean, it's, it's we all know it's very easy to get in and out of Mexico these days. I mean, so if he really got himself enough of a head start, he could probably be in Mexico right now. And none of us would ever know. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, if it's as easy to get into this country, it's probably as easy to get out of this country. And I'm sure no. And if you just blend it in with the people who they're kicking back out, I mean, you could probably easily figure something out to get through. And you look a little like uh, I don't know what his nationality is, but I, I think he could kind of pass as maybe. Hispanic or yeah. something. Or yeah, he could pass as that. I could see that. He yeah, tried, you know. So the story is a very odd story. I guess this is what we're talking about today. There's really nothing else to talk about. So it's an interesting <laughs> story when you. Think I, I, I want to know where you're going with here. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. So if for the facts that we know, allegedly what happened is two weeks ago they were together. They had an altercation with the the police. We've seen the body cam video, so we know. They exist. Things exist. People exist. Things are there's a there's a the last well known about this two weeks ago. And then all of a sudden they disappear and he returns home. And then two weeks later, we found out that she didn't return home and people are looking for her. Hmm. OK. Interesting. Now, why did it take two weeks? I don't know. I, I wish I just knew more about their pre story. Like, I want to know, well, how did this girl from New York City end up meeting this kid from Florida? And how did she end up moving down to Florida? Yeah, no, what I agree. The context of the trip, and what was their past like? Like, what kind? What was their? What was the history like as a as a couple? Right, like you would think. What we, we'd find out eventually, but kind of like yeah. think of like the Joan Bonet case. Like, think mm-hmm. back to that. Like, we didn't know like the whole meat and potatoes of like that part of really? like early on the beauty yeah. pageants. We just know this early on. We just knew this little girl was found dead in the basement. You know, so that all that stuff. I think will come later. I'm curious too. It, it is an interesting case. Um, so right now they're just, the media just wants to hit you with all the yeah. shock shit. 
Well, know? that's what it is, right? It's just kind of like shock value, you know, blame the guy. He's obviously guilty without, you know, any facts or evidence and whatever like that. Okay. Yeah. But like the first thing first, you need to find a body. Otherwise, you can't really trial someone for murder if you can't find a body. Yeah. All right. So they found the body. And so I read in a few different places. It was seen to be a homicide, but they still have to do more tests and some deep to figure out if it's truly a homicide. Because yeah. you could be hit in the back of the head with something and be like blunt for a trauma and be considered a homicide. Right. But at the same time, you could be walking a trail and a boulder hits you in the head and rolls off. And, you know, I mean, uh, so, I saw that like it most likely than not is a homicide but even if it's going to be hard to prosecute especially him because they were traveling together yeah. obviously his dna is going to be all over all over yeah all over the van all over her yeah they're yes. a couple it's not like it's a straight it's not like when there's a serial killer and you find out that like that person's like working in the back room of our office and he was not supposed to be in Charlestown at that time or he was supposed to be in Charlestown and he ended up being in you know garen mass and someone was dead. <laughs> you know what i mean like and it's like well why was he there when he's supposed to be at work <laughs> Right. So that's <laughs> that you can relate to. But like when you when you, when you like a couples together, like, all right. So then you get to find motive. All right. What, what was his motive? Like if he if he did truly murder her, what was the motive? Now, if you go back to that body cam, did you watch any of that body cam footage? I've, I've watched 47 minutes of it. Okay, okay, so, all right. So you watched, I've watched a lot of it. All right, I watched I watched most of it a couple of times and. I was trying to pick up cues like body body cues and way questions were answered and um, like mannerisms, I guess you could say. Right. And now being someone who was a victim of uh, I guess I want to say a victim, but someone who had been in a toxic relationship of girls who strike people at times. Right. Mm. Well, crazy and lunatics and say crazy things and do stuff. I can relate if what, this dude was saying is true about this broad. I can relate and be like, all right, I can see where someone would look at this and be like, oh, shit, this guy is at fault. But knowing what I know and being there, I could say, well, uh, well, maybe not. And you, I don't know. It's, it's kind of, uh, again, you and I, are, uh, here's where you and I are still on the same page. Yes. I see, I see some parallels here with the way how, I will say I think both of them are completely toxic. Oh, I'm absolutely. not saying neither of them. I would say neither of them is squeaky clean just nope. by how they represent themselves. The, usually in these situations, I notice the female, as in that video, becomes kind of unhinged, crying, yeah. all more hysterical. Guys I have known who are very, who are also, though, uh, d uh, like more so likely to hit somebody who, who I've who have unfortunately I have known some people who have been arrested for domestic violence who are guys know how to talk to cops very well just as yeah. how this guy did true right he was very nice had his hands very in front of himself talking like knows how to did. collect himself yeah he knew um, not how to incriminate himself and make himself look crazy yes the woman the woman always though for, for whatever reason is more of the unhinged type yeah true now, this could be something maybe we'll find out that this is not the first time this happened. So this is kind of like old hat for him. Have to deal yeah, with this. Yeah. Like, and this was all her, though. Like, he didn't want to press charges. Like, no, she, she fucking like hit him because his feet were dirty. Because She's like, I have OCD. Like, she was yeah, getting on him. His thing. feet were dirty. And then like she started hitting him, scratching him. You could see his yeah. fucking scratches all over him. And uh, but he didn't want to press charges. They were going to press charges on her, but he didn't want to press charges. You know, uh, yeah, but and, there was also a 911 call at some point a couple months so, ago. And, I don't know what that and, was. Yeah. And allegedly that's like they seen him pushing her or something or slapping her. But like it's. Yeah. They, I mean, now we got to worry about people 
making claims of shit that didn't really happen or not. You know what I mean? Now we get really look into it and be like, now people just coming forward like this YouTuber just came out and said, "Whoa, I seen the van there." I like, okay, that. now are these people just trying to promote their own channels for their own good? Now you get exactly. to sort right. that out. Okay, so when you get past all that, you would say, "Well, why would this guy, if this girl's crazy, drive across the country with her?" Right? Knowing that she's nuts. Well, I drove to Florida with a crazy person who I knew was crazy. Yeah. Nine months prior to that, when she did some crazy shit, when she was ramming my car in my driveway with her own car. When she threw yes. a hot coffee at one of my buddies and when she started spraying me with a hose in the middle of the winter time, and when she threw my brand new cell phone into a, a snowbank for no apparent reason whatsoever, other than the fact that I didn't pick her up when she drove all the way from Connecticut to Massachusetts, just because I didn't pick up a phone call just to come to my work and come there and ask me why I didn't pick up. So you could say, why would this guy drive? Cause I did it. Cause sometimes you just do it. Sometimes, you oh, know, okay. sometimes the ass is just really good. And you just can't. exactly we're fucking guys are fucking idiots. Okay. <laughs> like we're fucking retarded and we're blinded by the poon and she's a fucking attractive. She's a fucking attractive woman. Of yeah. course, you're going to fucking go road tripping with her. Across the <laughs> and she had these ideas where she wanted to start a YouTube page and all this stuff. And, you know, and he's thinking, all right, well, I'm a cute girl. I could use this for my benefit and maybe this will work. Maybe, not, you know, maybe they're just free you know, loving people of their life. Now, yeah, you uh, know? Allegedly, I have I have fucking no I haven't seen this anywhere. But uh, my friend's uh, fiance was reading. Apparently, I, again, I have not fucking seen this anywhere, but she's like deep, deep yeah, into this. And involved, apparently, yeah. I guess like that he proposed to her at one okay. point before this. And she said yes. But then she turned around and said, no, but I still want to do this trip with you. Yeah. And like all this kind of stuff. I haven't seen that. Anyway. So and that's another thing. That's that's why I get the vaguity of if they're engaged on like some news channels are saying they're engaged. Some news channels saying they're not engaged. Some of their parents are saying they were engaged. Some of their parents said they weren't engaged when they were asking like the father, like you think the father of the girl would know. And he said that they were engaged, but they were taking a break and like, OK, so. All right. That's it's a it's a it's what's oh, it's engagement, just a pretty much a title at that point. Right. I mean, yeah. So and like no one had any red flags, like typically if there, there was a couple, typically if I was going to if anyone was going to kill someone because of in this case, it would be I would say more of a passionate kill than than a premeditated kill. If it was a premeditated kill, you'd almost think there'd be you know, patents, right? There would be signs like people would be red flags. Like, you know, you would have friends coming out of the woodwork, right? And saying like, like you've seen so many incidents. I don't know if you've seen what some of our friends have seen so many incidents that I've dated in the past that caused red flags. And if I went missing, they would be able to be like, yeah, that's totally, I have a, this is what happened that night. She went around the bar. She was drunk. She was yelling. She was got like causing a scene. Yada, yada, yada. And they'd be like, all right, we can piece the two together. But there seemed to hasn't, haven't been any of those red flags that are coming up. Or anyone's coming out of the woodwork. And you think by now people would be like coming out of the woodwork left and right saying, but all I'm hearing is how great they were together and how nice we were, which leads me to the point where I think that this is why I think he's kind of innocent at this point. Yeah, maybe she was murdered. Okay. If there comes back, it was a homicide. I 100% agree that, okay, that's the case. But- oh, okay. I, I think I think you're sorry to interrupt. I think you're going somewhere else. And what you said when you said false flag earlier, I thought you meant she's not dead. <laughs> That's another theory I have. That's not solid. That's a this is a theory, but it's a, it's a far fetched theory. But okay, all right. I, that's when you said. That's why I looked at you like, what? No, because when you said Come false on. flag would mean she's dead, not dead, and they're actors. Like that's well, what I thought you were gonna well, say. Well, that's one of my other theories that this doesn't really exist anymore. This is all false flag operation put on by. But the at day. least you would acknowledge that's a little bit 
which I think is extremely far-fetched. Yes, but okay, all right. I've read some places where they put some clues together that maybe this is just a whole act and put together, but it's like you can only go so deep with that, and then you get to the point where now the reality and facts that arise. And like, for example, like people thought like that whole kindergarten school shooting was a false flag, but then there's too many things that go back to it that means this is facts. Like the whole Las Vegas shooting thing was a false flag situation. I mean, people yeah. even say 9-11 was a false flag, so, but the building... The Boston bombing, that's, yeah. that was another one so, too. That, yeah. It is a theory, but it, it, it's not holding water as well as my theory that the guy didn't do it. I think this is, if you want to ask me what happened, this is what I think happened. I think they got in another argument. I think they were parked somewhere camping. I think he didn't want to get in trouble with the police again. And so he thought it was in his best ability to maybe take a walk or get away from the situation and leave her alone, which you shouldn't leave a girl alone in a national park, but maybe that happens sometimes. And you just want to get away. And I've been in a situation where I've left the girl in a situation where I was probably not supposed to in the middle of New York City, for example. And then I came back and I was like, well, I was probably a poor choice of mine because if something happened, I would have guilt. So maybe that happened or maybe she left. Maybe she left the car and said, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm getting away from you. What of like that? I left them in the van. And, uh, you know, he wakes up the next morning or he falls asleep or something and then she's missing. Her. She doesn't come back and he can't find her. And now he's searching frantically for her, wondering where the hell she is. And she's trying to figure out shit. Um, she went off somewhere. Maybe she got kidnapped by someone. Right now, you're in a national park. There's some fucking weirdos out there. Yeah, you know? there was a guy who was killing people, by the way. Was, Did you read about that? You heard about that, right? Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was a double murder from two two female hikers. Yeah. In close proximity. Yeah. So if that just a mind right there, well, how, how this guy decided he didn't want to get a third case and try to go for it. Right. And maybe this kid woke up and he couldn't find this girl. And maybe he was searching high and low for whatever. And then panicked and couldn't find her and still couldn't find her. Had no reference of her. So what would you do? Would you stay there? Maybe you should call the cops. Maybe you're nervous to call the police because of something that happened a week before that maybe could incriminate you for something. Maybe you just don't know what to do. Maybe out of passion, you figure, all right, my best bet is just to drive home and be with my family and try to figure this out. And then we'll go from there. I don't know. I don't know what I would do at 21 years old. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't. I know. Um, Especially if you were looking or like this was like a total misjudgment on your part for leaving her alone or something like this. Right. So you take so say you take off and you go home and you do what he did. And now you talk to your parents and your parents are like, holy shit, this looks really bad. Like you should have maybe called the police or you should have done something. And now at this point, two weeks have gone bad. Now it's looking real. So what you do, you call a lawyer and the lawyer goes, listen, we're just going to shut up real quick and we're going to figure this out and let them come to us for questions because we're not going to give them any information because this could be turned against us, especially if she finds up, lines up dead. Fast forward a week, she finds she's dead and it looks like a homicide. So what's this kid thinking? Holy shit. Now, if you're 21 years old and your girlfriend just got murdered because you left her in a park and you panic and left. Wouldn't you be a little fucking cray cray too and just take off somewhere and just panic? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, it, it's not, it's not a smart play, no. but yeah, I could see that. Yeah. This is completely devil's advocate right here. Yeah. For all we know, he bashed her over head of a boulder and killed her because he fucking hated her. Yeah. I mean, that also could have been too, because it could have been an argument of passion and he just snapped and he bl- raged blacked out like that couple in Pennsylvania that got shot by their neighbor because snow was going in his yard and he came off a shotgun and blew them both away in broad daylight on the street. Yeah. And the guy had no past incidents and no past history of, of any violence. I and mean, he just snapped and couldn't take it anymore. And he just took him out. And we've all been in a situation where we thought about it. And we're like, you know what? We could have killed someone in that situation if we didn't take a step back. Because but we're rational, decent people. And right. And sometimes yes, people rage blackout yeah. and you don't realize. And you say like just like just saying stuff you don't even you don't even you don't even mean. Right. I mean, that could go from to violent activity as well. 
So devil's advocate, this kid flips out and he just panics. And, you know, now he just takes off into the woods. And maybe the parents aided him a little bit, maybe gave him a little bit of a head start. What's his game plan, his end game? Who knows? No one knows really at this point, right? I mean, what's going to happen is when they do eventually do catch up to find him, he is going to be questioned and obviously going to be lawyered up. And now it's the the right of the state to find him guilty. He's innocent until proven guilty. So how can you connect him to the crime scene? Other than the two were in the park together, there was no witnesses. If there's no weapon to be found, how do you even connect that to it? So, you know what I mean? Yeah. If her, her, her death, death is a type of death that could be hearsay. It could be, like I said, like a rock on the back of the head. Well, you could, your argument could be like, well, she went for a hike. She took off. It's his word against hers with no, with no witnesses at this point. It's going to be almost yeah. impossible to find this kid guilty. And unless there's such blunt, as long as he either a confesses and he just, oh yeah, I killed her. She's a fucking bitch. I couldn't stand her anymore. Or yeah, yeah. he, you know, there's, overwhelming evidence like they end up finding like a you know a weapon that his dna is connected to and why would your hand be on that boulder that was the same boulder that hit her in the head (laughs) stuff like that oh you hit her with a car or something like that you know and you have a dent in front of the van or something you know something that's gonna like overwhelmingly you know convict him but i don't think there's like much of a a story here unless because even if a, a, a jury gets very passionate about the situation and it's a man hating jury and they just overwhelmingly find him you know, guilty. I mean, this could be thrown out by a judge and be like, no, there's not enough evidence to prove him guilty. Just like the OJ Simpson trial should have been overturned by the judge when they found him not guilty because there was overwhelming evidence to find him guilty. I mean, what's that? So what's going to come of this story? Who knows? Maybe the kid absolutely is in so such depression right now. He went and fucking took himself out. Maybe he killed himself because he's still depressed and no one will ever know what happened to this girl or how the stories are led up to it, you know? Well, I, I don't know why we were tussling before the show talking about this, because I agree with you 100 percent. Like I said, I thought you were saying that this didn't happen because to, no. to those cool. people, I will say. So that means, like I say, in any conspiracy, you have to take into account how many people it would take to keep quiet, because yeah. that would mean the corner report isn't real. The people who were talking about their relationship are actors. Yes. And that would mean that they're hiding forever because eventually they would have to. It's not like they're going to get new identities or anything like that. Like, uh, It's just not. There is a body. Which happened this weekend when there was that fake um, protest that happened in D.C. And they figured out that most of the people there were FBI informants and they were they were setting up this fake. But it came out. Bust people. And they they all and they all came out. So, yeah, too many people. Yeah, and there was a lot of people involved in it, but when they realized who was involved, like you've probably seen the picture of the guy being arrested, and he goes, "Well, I'm on the cover." Yes. And then yes. The, the five obviously looking FBI agents hanging out with all the same haircuts and the same clothes wear, and they were like, "Uh, oh, come on." Yeah, it, it, you, you can pull oh. that off for like a short amount of time, but in this day and age, it is just almost impossible. What they're just gonna live in Mexico forever because the media wanted to create a story? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's these people are real people. You know, well, yeah, it, 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 now you have families involved. These are two strangers going out there and like no one knew any and no family could be contacted. And it was just like, yeah. you could be like, all right, now, like, say this girl was found dead and this guy was missing. No one knows anything about thinking about these people. Yeah, You could also pip her in some backstories that could lead to it. All oh, her parents died when she was a kid or, you know, the the guy doesn't know who he is and stuff. And it'd be offensive. Yeah. Resources and money are being wasted searching for fake missing people uh-huh. when real missing people are out there oh. <laughs> you know? and like, this kind of leads up to the point where it's like well all right so if this was all fake and if this was all well, then what's you know there's always a reason for something right so forever forever a there's always a reason b so like if, what was the reason they would make this fake story and why would everyone cover it would it be to get a tr- 
you know, attention off what's going on with the country and all that stuff. Yeah, it's a possibility. It's definitely not going to unite people because it's going to bring people. It just something like this always brings people apart. Um, is it to further enrage minority populations? Because if this was a, you know, God forbid, a, you know, a black girl who was murdered or a Spanish girl who was murdered, do and well, do they get the same coverage or is it just because she's a pretty white girl? They got does it get the coverage? You, get, you know, what I mean, is that something they're trying to spread the country? Because, you know, the stuff they do tries to spread the country apart little by little, yeah. you know, so. Uh, it is it is more of a unique story though and just someone going missing and dying like the fact that her boyfriend came back like that you know what i mean there, there was more components than just oh another missing person and it's weird because the boyfriend no. was like mowing the lawn he was hanging out yeah it's, it's fucking maybe, weird it leads me to believe that maybe he didn't think she was dead maybe she ran off yeah he could have just said you know what i'm bullshit fuck this and just and left the only thing he's guilty of is grand theft auto because it was technically her vehicle so, all right. So you take the charge for stealing a vehicle. Okay, yeah. whatever. I guess and that could even be thrown out. Like, so yeah, maybe she ran off. He couldn't find her, and he's like, "Fuck this!" Like, it may, it sh- I mean, you don't know what the boiling point of this relationship was. Maybe that getting arrested and getting pulled over or having being separated was like, was like the you know, and like here's the thing too. That's a double standard as well. And I understand the cops are being nice, and you're just trying to let these two kids just go off with their lives and everything like that. But if it was reversed around, right? If the if she if she was the one with the bruises and the scratches on the face, and right. this story is swift, and they were telling these police officers the same exact story, but it was the opposite, right? Wouldn't you think that guy would have been thrown in jail? Well, actually, the cops did uh, during that body cam video. The the cops did say like we have to treat this equally. Yes, he, he was trying. And to I understand. Equal their perspective of the point where like, all right, these are two couples. They're obviously, they probably ran their records. There was no, obviously records. There was no prior domestics. There was nothing that ever connected to. They're just two teenagers or, you know, early 20 year olds who just got in a tassel, you know, and, and she didn't, and she admitted that she did it. And, you know what I mean? But like, if you reverse this role, all right, they would have threw the kid in jail and then story ended. He would, you know what I mean? He would, they would have went their separate ways or whatever like that. So, Like, why wasn't it treated that way? Like, you, it's like, all right, I, 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 you can't wrong the cops for trying to give him a bone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's all right. You just, I don't know what the, the rules in Utah is. I know, like, in Massachusetts, if there's a domestic call, someone's getting arrested regardless. Well, they separated them. They, 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 they put him in a hotel. Like, yeah. And yeah. they gave him the options to go to court the next morning to this, to take that off the list so they could, so they could be in touch again. So, and I'm, I'm assuming he did so. Like, I don't know whatever came became of that. I'm assuming he woke up the next morning, went to the courthouse, said, I'm dropping charges, and they were able to go on in a merry way. Yeah. Like, I feel like if there was a severe threat, you might want to keep that going. Maybe this kid just needed a nice talking to and be like, hey, dude, bro, what are you doing? Like, yeah. needed someone to say, this girl's fucking crazy. Get away I from will, uh, toxic I relationship. Will- I will say the media is definitely guilty of it definitely helps that she was attractive. Do you really think anybody would give, do you think they would pump this story as much if she wasn't as attractive as she is? No, I, not think at all. Yeah, I don't even think it would get this much attention at all. It'd be like a little blimp on the radar girl missing. Well, I mean, how many people go missing a day? I, every, exactly. Let's I'm going to Google that right now. How many people? I mean, there is just as many people guilty, you know, who are murdered, who find out, go missing. Like what about those two hikers that they found murdered in the park? And the only reason we know about them is because they were trying to connect that story to this story. Otherwise, we would know nothing about them. Mm. So it's like it's pick and choose your stories. It's all glory because I, you can only talk about the coronavirus and how bad this president is for so long before people just decide that 
we need something more to talk about. We can't just keep talking about the same news every day because we're going to lose people. I'm going to give the range here because uh, I'm, I'm seeing multiple numbers. So I'm just going to go with the range here. It's, it's a daily. It is 1,800 to 2,300 missing people a day. Okay, well, there you go. And where they cover one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like literally filling up 33% of the news on this one girl that's missing that was found dead. I mean, how like many- I said, though, this it is slightly unique in the sense that he drove back. So there's more story yeah. to come. So, it's, yeah, it's interstate, you know, it's it's crossing interstates and it's going into, uh, you know, it's, it happened in Utah and now or Wyoming, I guess, not Utah. They were they got pulled over in Utah. She was found in Wyoming. He lives in Florida. His her parents are from New York. So there's like a. But also, too, those are char- those are like reports filed. That doesn't mean they're really yeah. missing. Remember, it's not against the law to go missing or disappear. No. No, that's why a lot of investigators hate missing people cases, because like there's well, nothing like you could spend so much resources trying to find somebody. And they're like, yeah, I just didn't want to do what it find me. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. You know, And like, why was her case so special? Like, why was finding this particular girl who possibly is murdered so much more important than someone else who went missing and who possibly got murdered? I mean, how many runaways and human trafficked girls in this country go off every day and they're found dead somewhere? And we never hear of it. Yeah, you know, that's I mean? true. it's the same idea. It's just. It helped that there was something catchy about this. She's a cute girl that has a YouTube page. She was trying to be a celebrity that was very attractive to the news organizations to follow this and go further. I mean, it's, it's, it's not just hitting national news. It's hitting local news. Like they're talking about it like on Boston news. Like yeah, yeah. what the fuck does anyone in Boston give a shit about this? There's no connection to the city whatsoever. You know what I mean? And it's just you look at it every day. It's like, All right, well, how many people die in Chicago every day from murder? And they don't even talk about that shit, right? And that's preventable murder. And this is... I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> I know, How like many the, people die in Chicago a day? Uh, like from murder. Like, probably a lot, right? A couple? How many people died in Chicago? Like, I know the 4th of July, there was like 14 homicides that weekend or something like that. It seems like they just come up with reports. So, that's... Uh, 461 shootings, uh, 336 homicides, and that was July 1st. Okay, for the year? Yeah, so far in July. So that's like two a day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of fucking people dying a day in a city yeah. of a population of a little over a million. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, you pick and choose. It's whatever's, I mean, if, you, if you're still watching like CNN and Fox News and MSNBC and actually thinking you're getting legit news, you're, you're fucking high. It's all, I mean, even I think at Fox at this point, at certain news channel, news, news shows don't even call themselves news anymore. They call them, um, uh, what do they call it? Like, um, oh, the fuck, there's a technical term for it. It's like a, not a documentary, but like a, uh, um, editorial. They call them editorials because yeah. in an editorial, you, you have the freedom to add your own creative creativity to it without actually have to give them solid facts. You can give opinion. They're opinion pieces, essentially. It's like reading a, a, a a column in a newspaper, right? It's a, it's an opinion piece. It's not necessary fact. Yeah. And that's uh, all these channels are. It's just, I will, uh, I will say, and I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's true. I feel like, you know, the, the publication in the UK, the daily mail. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, for a long time, it's been thought of as a tabloid. Yeah. I'm going to say, I think the daily mail is actually more factual than our actual news station. So that's funny. You said the daily mail. <laughs> actually, I, I, I agree with that. And I also think that like sky news, I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's and it's, based- it's sad that I'm saying that, yeah. but it's true. So, <laughs> sky news is based out of Australia. 
And it's basically the same thing as the Daily Mail. And it's kind of like I'll, 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 I'll check out some articles on that. And you ever notice when something happens in this country, like Daily Mail is usually the first to report on it. They kind of yeah. just backed it all out for you and you can kind of get some information on it because like days in advance sometimes Yeah, because like what's what's the what's the daily mail's benefit of giving false information it really isn't you know what yeah. i mean it's like because it has nothing to do with their country or anything to do with them and in fact it's kind of like saying well haha how fucked up is this country that's not us and really just laying out the facts yeah and of course you know the cnn it, it, it's 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 isn't it sad that the news channels are so bias to one political party doesn't that just really you know get rid of the whole fact that it's news like it's should true. be non-biased factual information given to help the, the people well the problem is it changed because social media again social media is the root of all evil because the social media is 24-hour news cycle and they need Bro. to compete with that you know what i mean well, it used to be factual it used to be uh, and the worst part about social media isn't people our age or even younger than us it's our parents the worst thing that ever happened to Facebook was allowing baby boomers to get on Facebook, because if you go into groups and you go into these comments and you read these things, the only people who are common and saying shit and starting trouble are people over the age of 45. It's the people that did not grow up on Facebook or Twitter and stuff like this. It's like kids like I, I mean, you don't even have a face. You use it for minimum stuff. I use it to post pictures of my kid. So so my grandmother and aunts can see it. And then obviously we stream this on the on the page that we have that's dedicated to this. But it's basically all oh, we, we we do the show live on this and and then we post pitches. But if you go into like groups, just go into any group, go into like the the Boston East Boston Forum and just read. Someone will post something like one of us, some of our age would be like, hey, I found this cat. I don't know if this is anyone's cat, but if you're missing, let me know. I have you cats. And then you have all these people saying people shouldn't have cats. They're terrible. You know, for example. All right. So I'm on this group and it's for one. It's a South Shore town. I won't say what town it is, but someone was in in the park and they found someone's vaccine card that they must have dropped. So they took a picture of the vaccine card, covered the information, just showed the person's name. It was like, hey, someone dropped this card. You're probably looking for it. If you are hit me up, I have it for you because it's probably a pain in the ass to get a new one. In fact, you probably can't get a new one. I don't, this, I don't There's no really any information for you to go back to the place and probably get a new one. So this is probably very vital for this person. In fact, that they went out of their way to get vaccine, to get the vaccine, the vaccine, they probably want to make sure they have some kind of, you know, proper documentation. How harmless is that? Then you have people saying you shouldn't be sharing this guy's info online. How dare you? Who cares? This person sucks because he got vaccinated and they stuck going on the line. And all this was was an innocent 32 year old who found the card in the park while she was walking her kid and said, hey, if you're missing this, I get it for you. And it's all older people. It's not younger people. In fact, kids even younger than us don't even go on Facebook anymore. I, yeah, it's not. Yeah, What's going to happen in 20 years when all these people are dead? Facebook's going to disappear because no one's using it. Yeah. That, and if you don't have a kid right now you're in your age, you're probably not on Facebook. And if you are, it's probably just your wife or your husband and the other person's not. Because I know plenty of couples, only one of them are on. And it's purely to post pictures of people, of their kids to share with their family members. And it's yeah. a sad way where, and that's how it is. Like you said, it's a 24-hour news cycle. But it isn't the younger generation who gives a fuck. They're too busy with their TikTok videos, trying to be instant celebrities like that broad Charlie who's in fucking Dunkin' Owens commercials and all that shit. But a part of the problem, too, is it's kind of alarming. All this whole the, the, the clusterfuck of fake news is 
how bad things start to happen in politics. Someone could squeak in here, be a tyrant, mm -hmm. create their own news. No, I, what I'm saying is true, but it's actually bullshit. Yeah. People rally, people, fall, you know what I mean? It's actually oh, really yeah. scary. And in, in the, the hypocrite, the, the, the hypocrisy about all of it too, like you go on there and you have a big following, you're a big celebrity and you're like, you got to do this, you got to do that. And then you turn around and you, you do the completely opposite. But like people don't give a fuck. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, and like, the, I, I swear to God, the only people this is affecting are the 45 pluses. If you were born from 1975 and before, you're the only one who really gets so passionate about this. And yes, you're older than most of the generation. You have more money than most of the generation. And there's a large group of you because you guys never had this when you were kids. If you're 55, 60 years old, you never had face. You never had a way to communicate with people before. You didn't have cell phones. You didn't have text messages. You couldn't do this shit before. So now you live in your, your younger days online. It's nothing yeah. but a, it's a cesspool of old people just bitching and complaining. Like, the, like the, your neighbor that used to yell at you because you were on their fucking lawn. Now they can do it on Facebook. Well, that's on Facebook, but I feel like Twitter is more of the younger and TikTok. People, people do complain a lot, a lot, especially the younger generation. You I think, think people are still like, like reading? Like I got rid of my Twitter um, about a month ago once you know the leader of the Taliban was able to tweet shit, but there were like some politicians in this country that were getting like, Shut off. I go, I'm done with Twitter. No, I think it's kind I, of stupid. It's a good question. I'm, I, I don't know the average age, actually. I should look that up. I'm I feel like sure. more of a TikTok generation now. I think they, I don't, I don't think kids really give a shit. Like, unless you're some kind of like, like a group of people who are like, like the uh, LGBT plus or whatever, like that group, or you're in some kind of other group and you really want to get your point across. I think that you're the only ones tweeting and, and you know what I mean? Like, and even they're doing the TikTok videos too, right? But who, like, yeah. I watch TikTok when I'm on the toilet because the 30 second videos, I can watch about 20 of them while I take a shit. But the younger people, where are they going to end up getting their news from? It's the thing. Like, do they even give a fuck? Is that why? No, you know what? They don't give a fuck because that's why we have these old prehistoric assholes still running the country. Yes. That's exactly. And that's fucking that's scary, too, because what are they going to fucking do? Exactly. And the ones that do <laughs> give a fuck, like, 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 like the AOC types, only got famous because of, like, say, TikTok or Twitter. I hate that one. <laughs> and, and like, if you if you go and like. And that's why these, you know, you want to call it these colleges sometimes are trying to brainwash some of these kids too of some of their ways of thinking because that's the only way they can get to these kids because they're not watching news. What kid wakes up? What 21-year-old wakes up in the morning, gets himself a cup of coffee and sits in there and watches the local news just to see if, what the traffic and the weather is like? They go, hey, Alexa, what's the weather today? Hey, Alexa, yeah. is there traffic on 93? They don't give like, a shit. They don't sit they, there and watch. They're just going to take in whatever's being fed to them because it's Correct. the easiest thing to get to them. Exactly. exactly. But, so whatever but that's... The yeah, Sorry. no, you, you know, you're right. Like, which way was easy. So whatever the first thing they look at is the fact to them. Scary. Right. Um, uh, but that's why I always say, like, even the easy stuff, I always say, take everything in, even if yeah. it's the bullshit that the NBCs, your CBSs, your Foxes, take in BBCs, NPRs, take it all in. Because even in the bullshit, there's like, here's the thing. It'll be like a sliver of truth, right? It'll be like, right. oh, um, uh, millions, uh, millions were affected by a uh, fucking earthquake that rocked California. Yeah, millions were affected to die. You know what I mean? Like, it'll be like, it'll have like a sliver of it. So that's why you take it all in, dissect it, break it apart. Because the fact of the matter is, if all of them are reporting it, there's something that did happen. So, how, know, but so how do you feel about, um, like, say, like Facebook's and the Twitters and stuff? like censoring people's news that fits their agenda well see here's the thing it's it's like you that's tough 
because they are pro it's not like it's like it's social media and they are a, a, a owned company, but yep. at the same time, you should see it as yourself to report the facts because people are looking to you. True. So your agenda should not be, if you should not be pushing your agenda on well, that's that. That's the gray area. Yes. And, yeah. that, and that's where Facebook and Twitter use the, the defense that, well, we're a public company. We can pretty much do whatever we want, which is true. And that's part of being America. That's part of the freedoms of America. You are a private company. You own a company. You could do whatever you want as long as it buys by the laws of the country. Like you can't discriminate. You can't, you know, you know, sell illegal shit. You can you follow by the rules and you're a private company and you can make your restrictions. What I am. But that comes down to ethics. It goes on the ethics. But then they turn around and be like, well, there's also rules in this country that says that the news has to be news and has to be two sided. It has to be factual. It has to be news. If you're considered a newspaper or a news channel, you're supposed to report the news ethically. And but like that's also bullshit, too, because we know for a fact that all these news channels and newspapers aren't reporting the news ethically. They, they're using, like I said, editorials to spin their agenda without actually saying, hey, this is black and white. Like, it's like saying, like, there was a car in 93, two people died. They'll spin it whatever way benefits them one way or another. And it's it's bullshit because it's like, dude, I just really want to get the news. Just tell me if it's going to be a fucking traffic jam. Just tell me who killed this person. Just tell me. It sucks because there's no true news. What? Where's the true news? Is there true news anymore? Is this yeah. even exist anymore? Is everything opinion? Uh, yeah. Should we stop calling it news? Maybe we just stop calling news. Maybe we just call it opinionated pieces. And in a way, it's becoming like reality TV. Yeah. Like it's it's. Remember how reality TV started? Reality TV actually started kind of boring. Like the re, the first season of The Real World. Oh, yeah. it's like shit all happened. The, wasn't that game. great? And then you start throwing these little things in there that mm -hmm. are kind of like instigate other things to make them more interesting. Yeah. I feel like the reality TV formula is what the news formula is kind of it's kind of followed. You so know. let's stop calling it news. Just do themselves a favor. Let's go CNN, Fox, MSNBC, NBC, CBS. Do yourselves a favor. Stop calling what you do news. Just call them editorial opinion pieces and call it what it is. Because when you call it news, you confuse old people very much. You confuse 65, 70-year-olds who think they're still watching the news. They still think they're watching Walter Cronkite every night saying, Hurts is crooked Walter Cronkite today. They're <laughs> Oh, wow. we're bad things in the Vietnam War. Like they still think that, you know, Chet Curtis, I think he's been actually dead now on jail five or whatever, whoever you want to call your local anchor guy is actually telling you true factual news. And you can even go back to even back in the day and say that even that news was maybe spinned a little bit, but like for the most part, it was, they were giving you a black and white statement. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just uh, like, stop calling it news. Just call it an opinion piece. Be like, it's, uh, wake up in the morning. Be like, I watch, I watch the Fox opinion piece in the morning to get my information from. I know we're coming closer to the end here. So I wanted to get to a funny story here that was in the news. It's, yeah. I don't call this news, but it's just funny to see this story. It's, news, it's, it's from Fox. It's, it's Fox. No, it's, it's a, so a Texas mom erupts at a school board over anal sex passage in middle schoolers book. Okay. <laughs> so the so, mom would be a little upset about that, but yeah. So this woman, Kara, close to Kara, by the way, yeah, close a, to a former board candidate at Lake Travis independent school district in Texas, read a sexually explicit passage from out of darkness, which is found in two districts in, 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 uh, in Texas in middle school. So the passage says, take her out back. We boys figured, then hand out the titties, put it in her corn box, put it in her corn hole, grab a hold of that braid, rub that calato. 
<laughs> this is a kid's book? Yes. That seems a little out of place. I think that would be something that would raise my attention. And the mother's upset that it's in the book, right? Or, the, or the, is she upset that they're taking this out of the book? Oh, she's upset that it's in their schools. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that I would be upset if, I, if my high school kid was reading that. What is a Calaco? I've never heard that. C-A-L-I-C-O. I like how they use cornhole, though. That's very Beavis and Butthead. I love that. They use titties. Titties are in the titties. book. Titties! Like, what's like, and like, honest to God, what's the reason? I mean, granted, a middle school probably heard these terminologies before. Like, this is not new to them. This is like a 13-year-old probably laughing their balls off reading this because I think it's funny. And like 13-year-old kids think shit like that's funny, especially like when a teacher swears or something. But like, what, what's the benefit of teaching this? It's because it's not like it's a factual. It's not like it's like a health class. Well, I want to know was she was in the middle of this meeting with the with the with the board. How how many people were trying to hold back laughing? Just here, I would I'd be laughing the balls off. I would be like, um, yeah, your book says what? Like, like my kid comes home. He's 13 years old. And he goes, he's like, Dad, he's like, what's a cornhole? I know it's a cornhole. <laughs> what's a titty? Yeah, this is a conversation of a 30, 30, 13 year old. Question: How old were you when you realized that babies don't come out of the butt? Oh, I feel probably like- uh, twelve, maybe eleven. That's right? Yeah, I would say it was probably. I mean, I, I remember playing spin the bottle in fifth grade and getting a hot on, kissing these girls. Just little tongue action was getting me all excited, and I yeah. kind of knew, like I knew where the babies came from, but I just didn't know what how like the exit. Yeah, well, yeah, I knew <laughs> yeah. like. I don't even think I knew how the babies were formed. I just, I just knew that I was getting excited below the waist and I was, I had to do something with this thing. If this wasn't just happening, like, right. And then you get old. I think probably we, I think in sixth, oh, and actually, I tell you exactly when it was sixth grade is when we knew for a fact, they took all the boys at the Whalen school and all the girls in the Whalen school. And we put us in separate classes. So it was me. And we had about 120 students in sixth grade at the, at the Whalen school. So there was about, I don't know, 60 boys all in this classroom. And 60 girls in the classroom next door. And they kept the door open between the two rooms. And the teachers would sit there. And all the guy teachers would sit there with the boys. And the girls sit there. And they would watch the same exact movie. And you could hear, like, it was tough not to laugh your balls off. Because you're sitting there next to your buddies. And they're talking about sticking the penis into the vagina. (laughs) Because you're so immature and young. And you're 12 years old. And you just don't understand what the fuck they're talking about. Like you do and you don't. And you're watching this, this old, remember the old projectors they had in school, like the eight millimeters and I had the the, the audio that was slightly off and it was like, I had the really bad music. It was probably a video from the sixties we were watching, to be honest to God. And I remember sitting there and I'm like, trying not to laugh and you can't look over to your friend because he's dying. His eyes are closed. He's biting his lip. He's losing his shit. And I remember one part of the movie, the whole entire boy class, just we lost it because one person started laughing and we just, they said something so simple like the penis goes into the vagina and everyone just lost their fucking shit. But yeah. the girls didn't laugh. The girls were like, yeah, we've been getting our periods for two years now. We know how this works. You know, yeah. what I mean, it's like, so, yeah, but like I wasn't reading any books that said anything about sticking my titties in a cornhole. No, but I do. I remember getting laughed at in like a couple of first day of like, uh, you know, sex ed because there was a picture already on the chalkboard of like the female reproductive system, you know, with the, the two fallopian tubes in the oh, uterus. And I, and I thought it was a cattle head. It looks like a cattle head. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> I'm like, why is there a cattle head on the board? And so I, like, oh. 
in seventh grade in health class, we actually made a diagram of the women's anatomy. We took a half paper towel roll. We cut it in half. We took a pear, stuck that on there. We took two straws with little, little, you know, elbows at the end. And we duct taped two almonds. And that was supposed to be the, the ovaries, the fallopian tube, the uterus, and the cervix. And it looks like a fucking cattle head. It looks like a cattle head. So Thank I you. That. Absolutely. And then, we, and then I ate it. I ate the pear. I was like, it was, my uterus had a, like a bite taken out of it because I was hungry. So I ate the pear and I was missing an ovary. They laughed at me already. They laughed at me. Kids these days. But like, that's how you learn. I go, I go, I go it's better to educate the kids when they're like in middle school because at least they know. I mean, it's, it's better than imagine just like not knowing and like you're 15 years old and you just, you know, you, you, you know that the pee pee goes in the VV and then you're just doing it. And then all of a sudden white comes out and you get a pregnant and you, but you didn't know that with the white equals pregnancy. If, if, the, if all the, the stars aligned properly to that time. Right. And you're super yeah. fertile and your boys are just swimming for the first time. It's just like, Whoa, this feels amazing. You know what I mean? It's like, but if you didn't know what, what was the final result of uh, that, you know, 25 seconds of amazing pleasure then you know at least if you have a background saying well you could get her pregnant which i think like they didn't do back in the day and that's why there were so many under 18 year olds pregnant because they didn't get the full facts you know what i mean yeah dare dare didn't help dare was like the worst thing in the world. dare actually drug use actually went up because of the dare program because it's taught. i mean think about it let's tell kids talk to kids about psychedelics right <laughs> kids who don't really understand and like they're gonna be like that sounds fucking awesome third grade oh. dare. we had dr d we called him we called him dr drug i forget he had a big italian last name but we called him dr d we used to joke around like dr drugs coming in this month he'd come in every month and talk to about, like you said, hallucinogenics, heroin, cocaine. I knew more about drugs as a nine-year-old than any nine-year-old in the inner city probably knows because they were just like ingraining into our situation. And I remember they had this thing. It was mostly for cigarettes. It started off as don't smoke. Smoking's bad for you, yada, yada, yada. They had this little thing where you had to put a cigarette in his bag and he'd pump it. And then the how would go on this piece of paper and you'd be able to see how much talk comes out of a cigarette to, to demonstrate your lungs. But I remember you had to like smoke the cigarette to get it going. And I remember hanging out the window, smoking a cigarette in my third grade class. And I'm like, that guy's smoking a cigarette in school. This is hilarious. And then he hoods another thing and he pumps it up and then it's all black. And it's like, oh, but like how many kids did that really stop from smoking? How many kids, you know, smoked during high school, middle school? They're really, yeah. And it's their parents. And most of the time their parents were smokers. So it was just another thing they did. Right. Every school had that one bathroom too. that one oh, bathroom man. where the smokers would go. Revere High had this vent that the kids would like put the cigarette in the vent and it was like an exhaust fan that went outside and they would just smoke through the exhaust fan when they were in there. I mean, like everyone did it like it didn't stop anyone. In fact, it just educated you more of like, yeah, like you said, exactly. it made you more curious. You know, you're young and stupid. You think you're invincible. You're going to fucking try it. I could yeah. take these mushrooms and I could start seeing crazy shit. See bright colors. It'd be so cool. Yeah. You know? What they really should do is take you down onto like methadone mile in, in Boston and be like, all right, kids, look out your window. This is what <laughs> so drug use cool. will do to you. And then you look at these people and be like, some people might be like, oh, this is great. I get to live on the street. But most of the people would be like, oh, my God. Not show them what happens when you do the drug. Don't tell them how great it feels or how terrible it feels. Show them what the end result of after you blow your load, what it feels like. It's like, you know, getting someone. Ooh, even better. You know what they should do? Make it almost like a horror theme park. Make it staged, like not yeah. the real one, but make it look like the real one. Have actors acting like homeless bums, right? Yeah. And then send the, and then just set the kids loose through it. 
Oh, like they do on the day before prom in some high schools when they have the car upside down and they they, and they had the fake funeral for the kids. Yeah, I do shit like that to scare the fucking piss out of them. That's actually very traumatic. I can't believe they actually I don't think they actually do that anymore. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Some yes, high school, I do. They'll be like after prom, he had some drinks and he crashed into the tree. And here's the then they have a funeral for the two kids. It's like the prom queen and prom king. And it's like that's pretty the- extreme. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you got the point across, loud and clear. Yeah, I guess I just I will it's not gonna stop me from drinking, but I guess I'm not gonna be driving. I guess that's probably a good idea. That's true. But you shouldn't be drinking and driving anyway. That's just a stupid idea, no matter how old you are. And you probably shouldn't be doing crazy drugs if you're not prepared to deal with the end result, I guess, right? I consequence. Mean, yeah, I mean, every every action has a consequence, right? So it doesn't matter if you're going to do it or not. I, and fun news, though, uh, Methanol Mile in Boston, um, now we're talking about good things that are happy. They actually want to put all those people in a hotel in Revere up the street from my parents' house on Route 1 and didn't bother telling the city of Revere. Uh, the mayor found out through a secondary email and he was like, uh, no, not happening. That's fucking ridiculous. This hotel was called the um, COVID hotel. It's yeah. where they stuck all the homeless COVID people during the whole lockdown back like two years ago. And it's been vacant ever since. It's like it's the one next to Cappy's Liquor on uh, on Route 1. Oh, I know that. Yeah, 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 so yeah. It's, it's literally been empty for the last year and a half at this point. So now they're going to stick um, the methanol mile people in there. And it's going to be great because it's located right next to a liquor store. And they're building a there's a dispensary right across the highway they could easily get to if they needed to. So, um, I mean, that's a, that's a good idea. Just keep those people in line. You know what I mean? And then oncoming high traffic, too, because, you know, if they get high and they want to go play in the traffic, I guess that's easy to do, too. So not a smart move. And this is Boston moving the people to Revere. Like, why? Like, what balls? Just how about you keep them in your own city? Yeah, no shit, right? Like, who, what gives you the fucking right to move them out? Of, if these, this is your problem, Boston. This is not Revere's problem. We have our problems in Revere, but this is not one of them. And we're not taking on fucking Boston's problem. This is fucking ridiculous. And I, it's, a, it's nice to see the entire city uh, pretty much um, all uh, united on this one statement because uh, you know, a lot of times they're not. But I think everyone could, even if you're conservative or liberal, you can agree that it's probably a bad idea to stick a bunch of heroin addicts next to a liquor store in a town that's in a hotel that's right next to a residential neighborhood. Like literally you look out the back window of the hotel and his house is there that are very expensive for that matter. They just actually built a lot of expensive houses up there. So not a good idea. And I would not gonna lie though. I think it'd make a great sitcom. God, you imagine. Well, like the problem is too, like you need to like up your police force too. Cause you got to keep someone close by up there. Right. Cause there's going to be problems. That's true. And if you're dealing with a situation like a lot of cities that where you're losing people because you start doing mandates for stuff, then like you're literally going to lose. You're going to it's going to be a lot of problems. And hopefully, apparently this is on hold right now. Now that the mayor Revere got a hold of this idea. So we're keeping it on hold. But it's the mayor of Boston or the fake mayor of Boston, as I call it, because she wasn't elected. She was just given the job because she was council president. And uh, Marty and his boyfriend wanted to go off to D.C. to, uh, you know, be the labor secretary. But. You know, other than that, everything was fine and dandy in the city of Boston these days. Well, of course, so, nothing goes wrong. Keep your homeless and your drug addicts out of Revere, unless they're Revere drug addicts, and that's yeah, they, they got enough of them. We got enough issues. <laughs> Trust me. It's, I was watching this video today, real quick, and on the, the city of Revere's website, and it was like a live uh, Facebook uh, video, and it was like this, the population of Revere went up ten thousand people in the last ten years, which makes sense. Wow. The city's growing; they're building apartments, and everything like that. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with a city growing, but there is something seriously wrong with a city growing in the infrastructure, not growing with the city. 
like for example, police offices, firefighters, schools, and such like that. So, you know, if you want your city to grow, that's all fine and dandy and everything like that. But you got to make sure you're able to hold these people in for right. So it's like, I mean, that thing that's the biggest problem. More people equal more tax money. So it should equal more schools, more firefighters, more police officers. So very true. So I wrote on there, I go, is that 10,000 person increase? Um, include the people you're putting up in the hotel in North Fair. <laughs> I got a couple laughs because I'm a funny guy. It looks like you have a ghost in that out by you're at right now. Everyone's oh, some, because there's like some, some flicker. flicker? Yeah, a little flickering. Oh, that's, the, that's the light lamp. It's a ghost. Yeah. Looks like you're holding an invisible stick. It looks like you're rubbing the ball guy next to you. I, know. <laughs> I was just going to say that ball guy right there. Yeah. Little does that ball guy know he's on every episode of this uh, wonderful podcast, but um. So that'll do it for the show. Um, anything going on with the whirlwind potato? Oh, really? No, no, no. No, same old, Dude, same old. Still writing. There's a lot of uh, information written stuff I'm writing, but I yeah. don't think it's worked yet. Uh, next week on the show, looks like who do we have? We have, uh, oh, this is this week. I want to look at next week. Next week will be the 29th of Casey, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Casey, Arminius Fenerio. Oh, I, he gave me an autographed book that I was going to put up on display and it's in my room right there but he also gave me he finally gave me an autographed copy of his newest book that's being released um i think this week can i borrow because i want to re- i actually do want to read it yeah i'll bring it into the office you can take a look right. at it it's uh it's a lot of reading um but uh yes he, so casey aka aminius finial will be on the show next week and um this will be his like sixth appearance so good for him for sticking in there Sure. And then uh, we are booked through the month of October, so we should have some people here. Uh, me and the Red Sox are winning 10 to 1 over the Mets, so that's also a good thing, too. So they need that Wildcat spot. But until then, unless you have anything you want to add real quick. Oh, that's, that's all I got, my friend. All right, sir. Well, we'll see you all next week. Have a dandy, dandy rest of the week. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. Bye.